Good morning. It's been such a long time connecting to every one of you. I know we spent quite some time going through the seasons of life, but I've been away for some time. And today I thought it was time to come back and share some of my thoughts and the word of God with you, especially in this season. So much has happened since the beginning of the year. And I'm sure so many of us were taken unawares. We started the year 2020 with a lot of excitement, with a lot of vision, um, with a lot of energy. And then in March, we started hearing stories of this virus somewhere in China. And so many of us didn't pay so much attention to it because it didn't look like it was close by. We just read it on the news headlines and ignored it. And gradually, it crept into Italy, the United Kingdom, the United States, and some other African countries, and now it's become a global pandemic. It tells us a lot about our attitude when things that are bad happen and they do not directly affect us. There's usually a nonchalant attitude. There's usually a lack of concern because it hasn't hit our doorstep. And this speaks to us as a people, as human beings. Um, we need to be a bit more empathetic. We need to be able to put other people in our shoes and act when we can. There are governments that have been very good at doing it. And I think um, for some of those people, I think wading through the storm would not be such a big problem. But today I'm not talking about the pandemic because we already have so much information on the coronavirus when you open your browser that's the first thing you see when you turn on the television that's the first thing you see that's on the lips of everyone if you belong to social media platform that's all you see and it's creating a lot of fear and panic because a lot of people are dying People have no answers. The world was taken by storm by this novel coronavirus. Our scientists are struggling. They're doing the best they can in the healthcare sector. The world leaders are confused. The CDC and the World Health Organization are doing the best they can but today, it is one guideline. Tomorrow, 
um, they're trying to give some more information because they do not totally understand how this virus operates and how one can prevent getting infected by this virus. But one thing is certain. There is a God that rules in the affairs of men and only he understands everything that is happening. And so this morning, what I'm going to share with you is basically to help you understand that God knows and that he's here to heal everyone that is sick, everyone that is inflicted with this disease. And not just the people inflicted with the disease, but also those who are inflicted with fear. I believe that some of the people who have died have died more out of fear than from the disease itself. A lot of people just knowing that somebody they knew or somebody they came in contact with had it, their hearts become broken. They become weak and it affects their entire immune system. And so at this time, we need to be strong, especially for God's people. This is the best time to stay in the word of God and see what God has to say concerning this. I'll just read out a few verses of scripture that we may want to pay attention to at this time. Psalm 107 verse 20. He sent out his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. March 8 verse 8. Or the centurion replied, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant shall be healed. Psalm 147 verse 15. He sends out his commands to the earth. His word runs swiftly. And in the book of Job, verse 30, chapter 33, verse 28 to 30, Job said, He has redeemed my soul from going down into the pit, and my life shall look upon the light. Behold, God does all these things twice, three times with a man to bring back his soul from the pit that he may be lighted with the light of life. And before Isaiah had gone out of the middle court, the word of the Lord came to him. Turn back and say to Hezekiah, the leader of my people, Thus says the Lord, the Lord, the God of David, your father. I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Behold, I will heal you. On the third day, you shall go up to the house of the Lord. Psalm 147 verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. And Psalm 147, verse 18 to 19 says, He sends out his word and melts them. He makes his wind blow the waters and the waters flow. 
He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and rules. Numbers 21 from verse 8 to 9. And the Lord said to Moses, Make a fairy serpent and set it on a pole, and everyone who is beaten, when he sees it, shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent and set it on a pole, and if a serpent beat anyone, he would look on the bronze serpent and live. Psalm 30 verse 2 to 3. O Lord my God, I cry to you for help, and you have healed me. O Lord, you have brought up my soul from shore. You restored me to life from among those who go down to the pits. These verses of scripture makes us understand that the Lord is interested in our case. It doesn't matter whether you're physically sick or infected by the virus or you're being paralyzed by fear or maybe you've lost your job or maybe you're not sure what's going to happen after all of this ends. God has come to give you hope. He rules in the affairs of men. If we had more wisdom than God, I'm sure all of us as as human beings, before this situation got to this point, we would have devised strategies to prevent it. But none, nobody on earth can say, I knew this was coming. And this is what I did to prevent it. It took the world by storm. And that is because God wanted to show his supremacy. But the same God is a God that heals. The same God rules in the affairs of men. There's so many things we cannot explain. But God himself understands. God himself gives us hope. When all this ends, what will be your attitude? When all of this comes to a close, will you still live your life the way you've always lived it? Will you still live your life like it were your own? Think about it for a moment. There are families that have been ravaged by this virus entire families there are couples there are people that died alone in their homes nobody knew until they went into their homes and found them dead they didn't have a chance to know this was going to happen all the wealth that so many people amassed all the competition with the next person trying to outdo the other person In this season, everything has become meaningless. Right now, the only thing that matters to people is life. I get a lot of people that I haven't spoken to in a long time check up on me, which is really awesome. And that is because right now, for human beings, what matters most is life. And I want us to take time to think about our lives and ask ourselves, 
What is important for me? Is there any of this I could have changed? My intellectual prowess and abilities, could it have changed anything before now? We thank God for all the healthcare workers who are putting their lives on the line. And we ask the Lord to bless them and bless other frontline workers like first responders and all the people that are making sure that people are staying safe and complying with the lockdown. But in the midst of this, where is your trust? Is your trust in the government? Is your trust in CDC or World Health Organization? Where is your trust? I want us to take some time this morning to meditate and think deeply about our lives and ask ourselves on my priority list what comes first what is important where is God in the picture and I'm sure that as we do that as individuals the Lord will minister to us and if this message has touched you this morning I want you to take some time and talk to God. It doesn't matter. You don't need to know how to pray in fancy language. Just talk to God. All you need to say to him is, Here I am, Lord. I've come to do your will. And I'm sure that he will reach you at the point of your need. Thank you.